Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. If you're putting together a last-second trip to the Super Bowl, it's going to cost you $6,000 for a mediocre experience. Could be up to $60,000 plus. Average American has trouble saving $2,000 a year for retirement. But I guarantee you there's some people out there who are like, Honey, I think I'm going to dip into savings this weekend and go to the Super Bowl with my buddy James. <laughs> Not a good idea. Oh, The best part about, I think, the Super Bowl, this is going to be a fun one because it's two young quarterbacks, two young teams. And I just like getting social with some friends on occasion, some neighbors and friends. But prop bets, I print these out every year, and I like to share them with friends and family and maybe even throw down a dollar on each one kind of thing. 26 million Americans are expected to bet $8.6 billion on the Super Bowl this year. That's actually $6.8 billion. I'm not dyslexic, but there I was. I'm a little tired today. I'll be honest with you. Prop bets are side bets. Prop bets are placed either before or during a game. And Vegas doesn't let you do big prop bets. It's interesting. Like, why would they not let you do big prop bets? Because insiders can make big money because they already know a lot of the answers to this. For instance, will they show the Golden Gate Bridge? That's a good one. $2 will get you one. They will show the Golden Gate Bridge. If you think they won't, $1 will get you three. How many times will Mike Shanahan, not Kyle Shanahan, shown during the game? How many times will they show the coach's dad, who used to coach that team, I think his offensive coordinator? Don't hold that against me. The over-under is one and a half. And that's show him, not times, not seconds on air. If they show his dad in the booth, twice, you win, if you go that direction. If they show him only once, and you thought they were only going to show him once or zero, you win. It's kind of silly, right? Will Joe Buck or Troy Aikman say favorite in reference to the odds? The Kansas City is f- Chiefs are favored to win by seven points. In theory, you don't want your broadcaster saying that. But you can bet on that. Will MC Hammer say hammer time in the Cheetos commercial? (laughs) Oh, man, that's almost even money. Or, like, if he says cheetah time, doesn't count. People, 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 people bet on the most ridiculous things. Will Betty White be in a sneakers, Snickers commercial? Will the Mountain Jew commercial say, here's Johnny? 
Will Demi Lovato omit a word from the national anthem? Not how long will it be? The over-under is two minutes. But will she miss a word? I think I would probably miss a word right now if I did it. It's been a long time since I was in eighth grade and we did it every day before school. Will Alex Rodriguez be shown during the halftime show? Because Alex Rodriguez is part of the halftime show. No, he's not. J-Lo is part of the halftime show. And Shakira is part of the halftime show. Will Shakira sing Hips Don't Lie? Will Jay-Z be shown during halftime? Will Gloria Estevan, a Miami native, make an appearance? Will Rihanna make an appearance? She's on every one of them. Dan Marino made a career playing in Miami. Will he be shown? Does anyone mention Tom Brady's impending retirement or move to another team? I don't know, but you can bet on it. I find these hilarious. People look at Wall Street as, oh, it's legalized gambling. I don't think it is. I think when you're buying shares of Apple, you're, you're going by that Apple store and say, I see a lot of people in there. I wouldn't mind owning that company. They're selling the next phone for $1,200. I wouldn't mind owning that. I own shares of Apple. Sold a broker for taking action on any stocks ever mentioned on this show. Um, but anyway, I don't consider Wall Street legalized gambling, but... I see why some people do. Yesterday we were down four and you thought we were going to zero. And today we're up 200. And you think we're going to 30,000. And that's you, not me. I'd prefer not to do a daily show. I'd prefer not to talk about the market's ups and downs. Maybe monthly. But daily is too much. Google got an upgrade today. Price target moved from 1425 up to 1800 it's at 1431, so it makes sense that the analyst would revisit that number. The analyst said, looking at our channel checks on Google's fundamentals, we, we like search, we see YouTube and cloud doing well. Um, there are regulatory risks, margin concerns, competition for ad dollars. Amazon's doing a big thing where if you punch in TV, Sony could buy an ad. Same thing if you did it on Google. But if you're buying, you may want to skip that one extra step and go straight to Amazon. Versus, there, There's thought that there's competition out there. So continued strong growth. And I had a conversation yesterday with someone about YouTube. We were talking about the show called The Hot Ones, I think it's called. And I don't know who this guy is. But he basically gets celebrities to come on Ten a season. I think they've done five seasons. People who are get, having movies come out. People who have albums coming out. Maybe someone like a Gordon Ramsay. Chef Gordon Ramsay. And he has them eat ten hot wings. And the first one is got a couple peppers in it. Peppers are ranked on spiciness on Skulls or Skullvilles or something along those lines. And he has this whole show where he goes from very weak to, to you almost hallucinate. One of the guys who was recently a guest on the show talked about a pepper that he ate that basically sidelined him for like six days in a hospital. <laughs> I can't get enough of that show. Watching celebrities sweat, they say some of the, 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 the best stories. You can put them on Jimmy Kimmel and it's like, oh, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. I, I just want to tell you, I just, I just woke up this morning. I have this new blanket. It's, it's awesome. It's called a, a weighted blanket. And it feels like it's a commercial for the weighted blanket company. But, man, you give those guys peppers, and they're, they're hallucinating. And I love it. 
I watch, that's one show that I watch. I don't know when new episodes drop, but anytime I have some slow time in November, Thanksgiving, December, Christmas, maybe a summer vacation, I like watching shows like that, and I'm doing YouTube, I'm not doing, so I, I get the upgrade on, on Google. What a buy that was, Google buying YouTube. No one figured it out at the time. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. Still start of the year. And um, still a lot of people looking back at their top picks for last year. Uh, one person said left when it came public. He liked it. But he says now it's a contrarian play. I think the prevailing bearish sentiment is misguided given the very reasonable valuation, high growth, and a very large and growing market. I think investors will reg- uh, regret or will get rewarded uh, with continued upside surprises in 2020. Eh. Uh, I don't know. I think anytime someone's justifying a bad pick from last year, be careful. Big seminar coming up February 6th. Palo Alto, Elks Lodge. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube at Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. One of the reasons I'm... One of the part of my thesis on being a long-term investor is if you ever traveled the world, you've seen the need for more roads, more housing, more hospitals, more schools. The city that I live in, not an international market, the city that I live in, they made a mistake. Back in the 80s, they wanted a little bit of money, so they sold, they shut down one of their high schools. And ever since then, more population's been coming, more population's been coming, more population's been coming, and now they need another high school. And they have to figure out, who do we go to to get this to happen? Because someone's going to be angry. Citizens who don't have children don't want it. Citizens who are older don't want it. Citizens who are rich and have their kids in private schools don't want it. Like, I see it. You have to give a park for a school. I get it. But one of my theses is not about where I live, but about the world market. And videos are showing the shockingly rapid progress China's making with two hospitals in its panic building to help fight the coronavirus. They're building a hospital and they're live streaming it as fast as they can. The Wuhan virus has killed more than 100 people. It's infected 4,500. In the United States, we've had over 8,200 deaths tied towards flu this season. So the Wuhan virus isn't that bad numbers-wise. We just don't know how big it can get. We don't know how shockingly tough it could be on our weaker population, children and elders. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, The Kobe Bryant thing is pretty surreal. One of the stories I did earlier in the show this morning was about how did Nike pull Kobe Bryant gear from their store? Or did Nike.com sell out of Nike? of Kobe Bryant gear. You don't want to look like you're profiting from the death of a celebrity that people are mourning. Nike went out of their way to say, no, 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 we still have that stuff. We just, uh, we're pulling off the market so gougers don't get it and try to gouge you in your time of mourning. 
But that goes to show you, like, whenever there is something horrible in the world, people will try to take advantage of the situation and make money off of it. So you have to be diligent with your research on any sort of, like, relief efforts. And I'm not saying don't do it, because the Lord knows when people's houses burn down and people die in fires, like in Australia... I would imagine the number of scams on Australia's wildfires right now are the highest ever for scams tied towards wildfires. Because we see the, like, the little koalas, the little koala bears are burning. Now, some people eat koala bears. And they're like, well, you just barbecued it for me. Thank you. And other people are like, they're so cute. They're so cute. So it's ripe for scams. The, or that disaster is ripe for scams. And it's sad because... It, Anytime there's like a hurricane and let's say the hurricane hits Richmond, Virginia, someone that day before the storm hits will register a website, uh, richmondhurricanereliefund.com. And when you go to search it, they'll buy all the keywords. and You'll be like, wow, I should give money to this one. Just be careful. 800-516-1220. Each call is in the air. One thing I gotta get myself up to speed on is TikTok. I keep delaying that. Um, but there's a new one out from the founder, co-founder of Vine called Byte, B-Y-T-E. Same basic idea, premise of quick videos. Hmm. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Chatbots were a big story at the end of 2018-2019. And it's interesting. Chatbots to me are just an extension of technological improvements. Back in the 90s when I started getting into tech investing, there was a company called Wildfire. And uh, basically all it did was it took over your voice box. Voice mailbox. Not your voice box. Not like, that thing that sounds like this. Uh, it took over your voice mailbox. Not voice box, but voice mailbox. And when someone would call you, they're like, you'd write, you could get your voice messages, you can get your text message. Like it, it was trying to be a hub for information. And I just don't think it was all that great, to be quite honest with you. But we talked about it then. And now the modern version of it is chatbots. Um, I've used chatbots successfully, and I've used chatbots unsuccessfully. What's weird is when you don't realize it's a chatbot. And then you find out during the, the text messaging. But whether it be for banking or my digital health, a little bit of fintech, I'm seeing chatbots. I'm not going to say everywhere. But I, I certainly see them creeping up. And like I said, some of them are good, some of them are bad. I don't think it's an investable story at this point, other than internally making companies... Um, a little bit more efficient. But I read reports on this stuff that would shock you. Um, I pay for research. And for instance, you know, I just got a research report on chatbots that's 42 pages long. You couldn't think that there would be 42 pages of content. But it goes into like the developer tools are pretty early. Although progressing, discoverability platforms will need to create easy ways for users to find the bots that brands create. 
text-based interface may frustrate users. That's why Samsung showed off some virtual assistants recently that look like humans. Who would you rather tell you? Like, for instance, let's say you go buy a wireless router today. You can't get it right. Who would you rather walk you through it? A text message? Power off your modem. Power off your router. Give it 10 minutes. Plug it back in. Would you rather see that in text? Would you rather hear it from a voice? Or would you rather see a person talk to you, even though it's not a real person? Like, okay, I get it. So We're moving right along. Life on the highway. And your way is my way. Big event coming up. Oh, the road to nowhere. That was good timing. Are we on the road to nowhere? Big event coming up February 6th, couple Thursdays from now. Sign up for it in Palo Alto at robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money. More. Make sure you call your mama or your papa and tell them you love them. One reason why? Not because they're family members, but because they may leave you an inheritance. Listen to this. How are the rich getting richer in the United States? Inheritance. How little are they paying in taxes on it? 2.1%. Americans are projected to inherit $764 billion this year. That was never my retirement plan because my dad died early. But on top of it, it was never my retirement plan because my dad wasn't going to have a lot of money. He was going to have a good amount. He was going to have enough to last, but there wasn't going to be a big chunk of it. And with five siblings, it wasn't ever like, ooh, I can count on that. Um, my spouse, her parental units, um, they didn't accumulate a lot of wealth either. But her grandparents did. And there's a lot of money in being nice in case inheritance is coming down the road for you. And again, I'm, I'm almost being funny there, right? Or maybe I'm not. Maybe it's sad. The estimated tax on work and savings in the United States is about 15.8% in the United States. Now, you may look at rich people and go, they're rich. They should pay more in taxes. But they're paying 38%. Now, again, here's the problem. The IRS tax guidelines is something like 14,000 pages right now. So there's, there's loopholes. There's ways around not paying taxes. But the average American pays about 15.8% of tax. 15.8%. The top marginal rate right now on payroll taxes is 37%. And when, you, when your parents die and they pass on money to you, it's just, we get taxed just 2.1% of that. I don't know how I feel about that. I, on one hand, I could see that as a lot of potential money for the U.S. government to spend or the state governments. Um, maybe they could do better with it than, say, Uncle Barry. I'd be careful because I have an Uncle Gary, but I said Barry, and I don't want him getting mad at me. I'm not putting him in the ground yet. Anyway, a lot of people don't like death taxes because of the idea of People say that it's an inheritance tax, or is it a death tax? Your your parental unit dies. They leave you a million dollars. Should they be taxed on that? 
they've already paid taxes. Do you remember the Boston Tea Party? And uh, no representation, no taxation without representation. And double taxation was a big thing to the uh, colonial settlers. Now, again, I'm not going colonial settler on you. I'm not going founding fathers on you. I'm saying double taxation is kind of a weird concept. If you want the money, get it when we earn it. Get it when we, we, when we invest and we, when we sell our investment. But get in it when we die? What did you do to deserve that? Your heart stopped beating? Anyhow, um, one person, former advisor Barack Obama, said, if anything, we should be taxing income from inheritance at higher rates than income from work to make the system fair. There's no right answers. I'm honestly on the, the side of the fence of there's no right answers. There's just compromises. Unless we blow up the tax system and completely reinvent it. I met Steve Forbes once, and he was the flat tax guy. And uh, it was actually a pretty great story. I was on Forbes on Fox, of which it was one of the times he was on. And uh, Forbes on Fox was a combination of Forbes the Business Magazine's brand with Fox Television. Um, I was on Forbes on Fox and met Steve Steve, uh, Forbes. And he's a billionaire, and he was probably the first flat-out billionaire I met. And he was lovely. And it, the funny story is, is I'm in the green room ready to, getting ready to go on. He's in the green room. And he's got this beautiful, beautiful woman by his side. And um, she comes over and offers me a, a Diet Coke or a Coke. And I'm like, do I have a chance of stealing a billionaire's woman? And uh, we're talking. Uh, it was his daughter. So I was wrong. I made an assumption that here is a 65-year-old man would be dating a 25-year-old woman, and I was wrong. Which is kind of refreshing. There are exemptions on how much you inheritance of less than $2.5 million totally exempt from taxes. The tax policy estimate that says that you know, if we raise taxes on inheritance, um, you can pull in $340 billion over the next decade just from the top 0.2% of heirs. And yeah, you probably look at George Steinbrenner. He owned the Yankees. And uh, he died in a year that there was no death tax, no inheritance tax. Had he died a year later, his sons would have got billions less. Had he died a year earlier, his sons would have got billions less. They probably would have had to sell the Yankees, but Steinbrenner still control the Yankees. And again, I'm just showing you, like, do we see things that look crazy unfair? For sure. Do I want to, you know, did, when my father died, he had to pay a death tax? Like, is that something I'm comfortable saying out loud? My dad wasn't, you know, he struggled to become moderately good income and moderately okay savings. Maybe he shouldn't have had six kids, right? Those kids are expensive. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your call on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your call on the air. Apple's going to report earnings tonight after the close. There will be a conference call at 2 o'clock Eastern time. I will be on that conference call. A lot of what we're looking for is talk about China. 
demand for iPhones, demand for AirPods, margins on, on everything, margins on their services business, margins on their hardware businesses. How's that TV product doing that they got? How's the magazine subscription doing? How's the Apple Arcade? I have Apple Arcade, and uh, they just came out because I can get put it on all my devices, and it's five bucks a month, and my kids love it. So they get they feel like they're getting games for free, but it's a subscription, so it's sixty bucks a year. I'd rather get a sixty bucks subscription per year than spend one big chunk of money, sixty bucks on a game, and find out it stinks. But eh, it's not even fair because these are mobile games. But one of their new games they just launched is pretty funny. It's called Butter Royale. And it's a play on Fortnite's Battle Royale type of system. Cute. But for Apple, we're going to be looking at some other issues tonight. Um, Taiwan Semiconductor posted a solid beat on earnings earlier this month. So we already kind of feel that the semiconductor equipment maker who helps Apple's products get made that they're kicking out a lot of product for them. But there's also companies like Sawtech, Cirrus Logic, Corvo, Taiwan Semi, Qualcomm, um, LPL for displays, Finisar for Face ID. Plus, there's a company I never really figured out their name, but it's IIVI. And I don't know if that's a Roman numeral or if it's IIVI. But they're tied towards Face ID as well. And there's also a rumor that the next phone's going to go away from the Face ID and go back to the thumb. I don't know. If they can get rid of that little groove, I think they want to do that, is the idea. But I don't know. I'm tired today. It's not like my producer had a steak last night, and I feel like I have a steak coma. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, The UK, Boris Johnson. Trump is losing allies that'll do whatever he wants or America's losing allies that'll do whatever America wants and Boris Johnson was thought to be in line with Trump and Trump said China's got this evil company Huawei they're stealing US secrets we want no business to have anything to do with them and the UK's like nah we'll we'll let them do our 5G there's not a lot of companies who could do 5G in the world right now They're, they're saying Ericsson and uh Huawei are the two that could pull it off. I think those both are interesting buys because of that, as far as stock investments go. 800 516 calls on the air. Um, Harley Davidson. This could be one of those generational stock issues. When I was growing up, and I'm not a car guy, I've got a friend who's got a 250,000 McLaren, and he just let my nine-year-old drive around in it. And I'm like, he's like, you want to ride? I'm like, nope. I'm not a car guy, and I don't want to be a car guy. I don't have a lot of vanity. Um, I like function. But Harley-Davidson may not be ringing with younger people. They're having problems paying off their college debt. They're having problems getting married. They're having problems getting a home. They really need a luxury vehicle that's not all that practical. Harley-Davidson's been in business for over 100 years. It has seen some good times. And it has seen some bad times. Fourth quarter revenue totaled $874 million. That's down about 8.5% year over year. Retail motorcycle sales in the United States, its biggest segment in the world, down 3%. 
Worldwide motorcycle sales down 1.4%. I love their vehicles. I love the way they look. I love the way they sound. I think they are iconic. But the aging of the baby boomers was their core base. The baby boomers were their core base, and they're aging. So now it's trying to come up with better designs for younger riders. I think we have to wait and see on this one. Sales struggle, no bueno. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up February 6th in Palo Alto. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Thanks for listening to the show. I got a family member that's coming into town. So I got to do some barbecuing this weekend. Watch the Super Bowl. He's not in great health. So that's on my mind. I do want you to enjoy things. I do want you to enjoy your family, but I do want you to save for money for retirement too. You work from age 20 to 60, and then after that, it gets tough. Um, I can tell you, 20 plus years of doing this, I've seen a lot of money leave radio. When I first started in radio and TV, you know, starting salaries were starting salaries were sixty to one hundred twenty thousand. And if you were good at what you do, you'd probably start at a hundred. That's not true anymore today. So things change. I do want you to enjoy your family. I do want you to enjoy the Super Bowl. I don't want you to spend too much money. I want you to save for retirement. Because when you're fifty, you're gonna start saying, "Man, my joints hurt." I wonder if I could still do 10 push-ups. I wonder if I could still run four miles. And uh, the answer is, is that everything starts to slow down. So anyhow, I throw that out there because uh, I do want you to enjoy family. I know at times I come across as the money. Who is that guy? Jonathan Honing? He's called the Capital Pig? I'm dropping it right now, but... um. He dresses as a pig on occasion. <laughs> he gets on TV and dresses as a pig because that's his thing. Sometimes he'll dress as a bull. I don't do a lot of costume changes myself, but I certainly enjoy the uh, the effort of others. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Facebook users keep clicking on ads, pointing to very strong fourth quarter results. Facebook's one of those conundrums. We keep hearing that Mark Zuckerberg may not be the nicest person and that all he cares about is money. And he'll let America lie to each other. Oh, I love this. I've got a friend, Andrew. And I check Facebook every three or four days. He posts ads about how much he hates Facebook on Facebook, how much he hates Trump on Facebook and fake news on Facebook. And the best part about it is he'll get one like. I think that's just too much work to get one like. It's just too much. And again, he's using the platform of evil to discuss what he thinks is evil. It's pretty interesting. He doesn't like Trump because Trump uses Facebook. It doesn't matter. But Facebook looks like they're going to have a good quarter. But they are running into that political conundrum of political backlash versus people are still clicking on ads. As an investor, you want the ad clickers. You don't want the political, you know, jumper inners. Trump impeachment trial? I've got no news on that. I don't know. 
Home prices gained. They heated up in the month of November. Hey, aren't we in February? Not quite. Late January. Nationally, prices rose 3.5% annually. Um, the hot markets may not be what you consider a hot and sexy market or that you want to live there. I don't know. I want to speak for you, but Phoenix, Charlotte, and Tampa, the hottest markets in the United States as far as big top 20 kind of markets. Phoenix, Charlotte, and Tampa. Phoenix price is up 6% year over year, 5.9%. Charlotte up 5.2%. Tampa up 5%. Tampa's nice. I've been to Tampa. Um, Very, very different culturally. Very different. A lot of Cuban food. A lot of, if you like spicy, good place to live. Lower mortgage rates are fueling home prices right now is the thought. So home prices across the United States up. But there's also an incredible, and I hate using this word because it's dramatic, severe. There's a severe shortage. And when you hear about severe shortages, you think about gas lines. You think about people starving to death. But strong demand and tight supply pushes prices higher. I'll be honest with you. I've got a high-priced home, and I've got a low-priced home. I've got one that I bought for 140 and it keeps marching higher. Every month, every quarter, it seems to go up another 3%. Fine. My high-end home, that's worth $2 million. It's lost about $200,000 in the last three years. So it's not marching up. Now, the previous six or seven, it marched up. And it goes to show you, like, um, if I had bought 10 cheap houses versus one expensive house, it would have been about the same. But the big moves were big in the expensive home. And again, I think they're done. For someone to buy my home right now, they need to make at least, hmm, about six hundred to $700,000 a year to qualify. Unless they're throwing a big amount of money down. That's too much. How many jobs pay six hundred, seven hundred thousand? And I told you, radio and TV money has gone down, down, down for twenty years. There's some things like minimum wage that's gone up, but not six hundred thousand dollars up. So the home numbers are out there. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Deep calls on the air. Other big stock stories in the news: General Electric up, Morgan Stanley. Upped the rating on the, I hate using this word, embattled conglomerate. They think the story has shifted away from financial distress to budding turnaround. I don't follow GE. They're too big of a company for me to follow. And they have a big tie towards Boeing and jet engines. Uh, So I don't follow General Electric on a lot of levels. But that is an upgrade that's about time. General Electric had a bad five years. Boeing, their stock up 3% today. Shares have slipped steadily as the 737 MAX crisis continues to unfold. The new CEO of Boeing says, I'm not flying that plane at least until June or July at best. So the date keeps getting kind of like summer. They need summer. They need summer bad. Airlines need summer bad. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up in Palo Alto on the 6th of February. It's the only one scheduled so far for the year. You can sign up for it, Income in Retirement, at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free if you've never been to an event. 